You're listening to the BYUI Mighty Oak series, a podcast that inspires students to reach their potential. We're sitting down with alumni to talk about their college experience, opportunities they took, and how they are succeeding in their careers today. Today on the podcast, we have Dalton Winspear, who grew up in Minnesota. He graduated from Brigham Young University, Idaho, with an associate's in general studies. While at BYUI, Dalton was part of the I-Team, which is a group on campus that is student-run and provides social activities to the student body. Dalton then transferred to Utah Valley University, where he graduated with a bachelor's degree in international business management. While at UVU, Dalton was the president of Enactus, which is a student-led social entrepreneurship organization on campus. In that role, he consulted with several nonprofit organizations on how to have a larger impact either financially, economically, or environmentally. He also helped lead the team to win second place out of 500-plus schools in the nation through an annual competition of overall impact in the world. From that experience, Dalton is continuing his consulting and project management skills, first with an internship abroad and now at his current role as regional project manager for Young Essential Oils in Utah. I am so excited to have Dalton on the podcast today. Thank you so much for being willing to be on this podcast. Um, Mm -hmm. We're excited to get to know you and a little bit of kind of your story and kind of to start off, um, why did you choose to come to BYUI? Um, and what were you looking forward to? BYUI, for me, it was a, it was a pretty easy decision. I, I had a couple other options, but I had some family out in Idaho. Uh-huh. And so for me, I was like, well, I'm just going to go hang out with family and go to school. Okay. That's nice. And so you had n- never kind of been planning to go to school here um no i mean it was a it it was a very easy decision for me Mm -hmm. i I think i kind of already knew when i was probably a senior in high school i was like well i'm just gonna go out to byy yeah you know i got i got people living out there and it's just gonna be fine yeah Mm -hmm. and when you were here um at byu idaho were there some people that you drew inspiration or mentorship from as you kind of navigated your college experience? Yeah, I uh, I had an older brother who was going to BYU-Idaho. Who, mm-hmm. he, he graduated also from, from BYUI. He helped me a lot. Uh, I didn't really have any focus, I guess, um, mm-hmm. for the first little bit when I was at school, which mm-hmm. tends to happen. Yeah. Um, and he was able to kind of help me focus in on what it is I was trying to do and so my first declared major was communication. Okay. Nice. Um, and during that time, being at BYU Idaho, and eventually, because you ended up transferring to UVU, are there any lessons that you learned while being here for that short amount of time that can probably help current BYU Idaho students? Um. Yeah. I mean, I. I absolutely love BYU-Idaho. Uh, one thing that I, I think I still carry with me is a lot of a lot of the lessons that I learned in one class specifically, I had to take a public speaking class. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that class has been very beneficial for me. Okay. I, um, I ended up doing a lot of public speaking, and I drew off 
I draw a lot of my knowledge from that class. Wow. That's amazing. I remember taking that class a few semesters ago. It's a really good class. It's a great class. And so what made you transfer to UVU? Um, I went I went on a mission mm-hmm. down to Brazil. And following that, um, when I had finished the mission, all of my family had moved oh, okay. uh, to Utah. And so I came, I, I returned home to Utah as uh-huh. sort of my homecoming. Yeah. And when I was here, I was kind of like, well, if everyone's in Utah, I'll mm-hmm. I'll stick down here. Yeah, that makes more sense, actually, than being all alone um, in Idaho. Yeah. And so what was your college experience um, like at UVU? It was very good. It was very good. Um, UVU is a great school also. It reminds Mm -hmm. me a lot of BYU-Idaho because they're both very focused on student growth. Uh, a lot of other universities are more for are more focused on research, right? I mean, there's yeah, a lot of research universities true. out there, mm-hmm. and so it's it's very comfortable being in an environment where your progress and your potential is the main focus. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I loved BYUI, but that's also why I loved UVU. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just very easy to feel comfortable and to kind of feel like you were learning. Yeah. And so what did you major in um, when you're at UVU? Did you go back to communication or you switched? Um, I didn't. I actually, I switched majors from communication to international business. Mm. Uh, it was it was a lot to do with uh, my mission, actually. I mean, wow. being in Brazil, I mm-hmm. fell in love with the people and the culture. Mm-hmm. And I just knew I wanted to... Uh, to do something that would let me get back there to do business in Brazil. Wow. That's amazing. And so the language you spoke there was Portuguese or? Yes. Okay. I know like, I don't know, two sentences of Portuguese. So <laughs> not that great, but I have friends who speak Portuguese. So I was wondering if that's their language there. Yeah. And I and I fell in love with the language and the culture and the people uh-huh. there. And so when I returned to and went to UVU, uh, declaring international language or international business as my major, yeah. the, they let you choose either a, a language course or a or a business course, right? And so I, I chose all of these these language courses to keep you know progressing my Portuguese yeah. culture and history. And yeah, I loved it. That's amazing, though. That. Um your experience in Brazil had that impact for you to come and kind of reevaluate what your career can go to. I think mm-hmm. that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And so after you left um, UVU, you graduated and you found yourself working at Beringa Partners. Um, what was that about? Beringa Partners was an internship out mm-hmm. in London. And I, I, I came across the opportunity and so for any students who might listen to the podcast, mm-hmm. uh, be aware of opportunities that are specific to your school, uh, because this was one of them where we had a, an internship connection from UVU with an intern group. Mm-hmm. And this internship group was, was asking if we had any students who would be interested in consulting work. Oh. And, and, and based on one of these student organizations that I was, I was in, I, I kind of had this, this 
passion to do consulting. Mm-hmm. And so I, I applied for it, and I mean, long story short, I got the position, went out to London for eight weeks, and got to work with this company doing business consulting for a large property management firm. Mm-hmm. And it was very new, but I learned so much in those eight weeks that I apply probably every day now in my regular work life. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Um, and from a business consulting kind of expertise, was did you notice that there was a difference or a correlation between business businesses in America, how they're run and how they do things in London? Um, there are some differences. I, I mean, just what, the first one that struck me the most, which I think is funny, is they get so much more PTO days in London than they do in the U.S. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I think like I think average in the U.S. is like 15 to 18 PTO days a year. Oh, wow. And, and then in London, they usually get somewhere between like 25 to 30. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so so that was one thing is that they they really are they they care a lot about the happiness and the wellness of employees. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And coming back to America, did you incorporate that for yourself, like in whatever spaces you found yourself, to kind of keep doing the same thing that they were doing, not necessarily in your company, but kind of like your own personal mandate? Uh, yeah. Um. I, I mean, consulting is probably my, my first passion, mm-hmm. uh, and project management is where I, I started in school getting a lot of that experience. And so right now, my role is in project management, but I apply a lot of skills that are consulting skills in what I manage, um, both for the purpose of being more efficient, but also for the purpose of like process improvement and mm-hmm. making things better. That's amazing. And as a certified associate project manager, um, for people who don't know, what does that mean? Yeah, it's a um, certified associate project manager, often often just called the CAP-M, mm-hmm. is, is a, uh, it's a project management certification. Mm-hmm. The most common project management certification is called a PMP, and a CAPM, you can think of it as sort of like the first step to a PMP. Okay. So people will usually go and get a PMP if they really want uh, a project management role mm-hmm. or if they just want the skills from it. Uh, PMP can also increase your salary just based on having one and make you more valuable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the CAPM is kind of the first step of, to getting to a PMP. Uh, the, the, the difference is that with a PMP, you're required to have a lot of project management working hours. And if you find yourself in a position where you're like, I don't have that type of hours, like I've never managed, you know, 5,000 working hours on a project, Mm -hmm. don't worry, either had I. Mm -hmm. That's why you go for the CAPM. The CAPM, one of the only requirements for it is that you're a college graduate. Wow. So you can take it while you're in college planning to graduate, um, like I did, and, and it's been very helpful. It's helped me get my position I have right now. It helped me get my internship. It's been in, extremely valuable. Wow. That is valuable information um, for our students. And 
after your internship coming back um, to the United States and getting back into work, um, which job did you get after that? So right now I work at a company called Young Living Essential Oils. Mm-hmm. We, it's, a, it's an MLM company that sells essential oils and other health and wellness products. Mm-hmm. I work with the team of Latin America doing project management. And they hired me specifically because my entire team mm-hmm. is, is either Mexican or Venezuelan. Wow. And they needed at least someone that spoke Portuguese. Mm-hmm. So, That's <laughs> lucky me, I had <laughs> I had Portuguese skill and I had project management skills, so I was able to get into the job. Wow! And do you? Because that's fascinating. That you know, because you had that added skill, they hired you. Would you advise that for um, students looking into different companies if there is that option to like work with international people? to kind of learn different languages while in college? I would. Um, I don't speak great Spanish. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't even speak mediocre Spanish. Mm-hmm. I, uh, <laughs> I understand it pretty well. Mm-hmm. But every time I try to speak it, it always comes out a little bit Portuguese Spanish. But, but it's important because uh, I work on this team where we speak a lot of Spanish. And so it's been helpful for me to not necessarily feel pressured to learn Spanish, yeah. but to be able to work in an environment where I can learn it and do my job at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, so for people who, I mean, obviously can't speak a second language, it might seem a little bit intimidating, mm-hmm. but uh, but it's definitely worth it if you're willing to put in a little bit extra effort. Yeah, I like that. And what's your typical day like um, at Young Living Essential Oils? So I... I I manage the projects for the our region, which is Mexico down to the south of South America. Mm-hmm. And so we have several different projects that we'll be working on at, at any given moment. Okay. And my typical day will be a, um, checking in to see updates on projects, mm-hmm. seeing where the current status is, setting up meetings so that we can kind of get the next step rolling, get... Um, get projects moving forward, figure out if there's anything that's stopping a project, that's holding us up, that's keeping us from reaching a deadline, mm-hmm. um, figure out what those problems are and how to solve them, which is really what I, I love doing. I love mm-hmm. problem identification, and this is what, that's what I get to do a lot of. Yeah. And is there anything challenging about your job? <laughs> yes. <laughs> The fact that I don't actually do all of the work, I have to rely on other people. Mm-hmm. And whenever you rely on other people, it's almost like group work project at school. Oh Everyone hates gosh. group work. You have to rely on other people. Yes. My entire job is group work. Oh, wow. And so sometimes it can go very well, and other times I can get caught up because someone's out of town, someone's mm-hmm. on PTO, someone's not responding to emails, and, and the entire team starts to suffer. Mm-hmm. Are they, um, like, what is the most rewarding thing about your job? Um, I, for me, I just love knowing that I, that I accomplished something in the time frame. Um, but it's also really nice with a company like this where we're, we're a very customer-facing company mm-hmm. where everything we do is for all of our distributors and our members. 
And so it's really fun whenever we have like a new market launch to be able to go to Columbia and look at all of these brand new members and how happy they are to see all these products and all the, the company and the support that they've wanted for so long is finally there. That's always really fun. That's exciting. And for someone who's interested in going into that field of project management, um, what do they have to major in um, in college? That, that's a great question. There's not many majors that are project management majors. Mm-hmm. For me, project management skill was something that I had to acquire through um, basically like student organizations. Okay. And so BYUI has tons of those. And so that's where you'll have the opportunity to gain the most project management experience is not necessarily in a class or in a major, mm-hmm. but in whatever you're doing outside of the class. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, you can, you can really be whatever major you want to, um, but seek out opportunities to join like a student organization where you might have little projects here, little projects there yeah. that you can manage and pick up. Yeah. And with all the experience um, that you have and that you continue to have in your industry and in your career, what are some values that kind of ground you and that you live by? One of my most favorite quotes is, it says this, you either pray or you worry, but don't do both. Hmm. And I love that because to me it means that Whatever it is that I'm doing, I am either confident that things will work out or I'm not confident in it. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's just kind of what I live by is, is you know, I, if, if I'm confident that things are going to work out the, the way they should, mm-hmm. then I have no need, no need to worry. Mm-hmm. I have no need to stress or overreact. Mm-hmm. I really like that. I'm going to take that and write that down. <laughs> and if you Google who said the quote, You'll you'll get a laugh. It was a it's a quote by Fifty Cent. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, that was I wasn't ready for that one. I will I'll write that down. He can, he can have he can have some good quotes when he wants to. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> and what's the best advice that you have ever received? Um, this advice was given to me. Be, when I was engaged, before I got married, mm-hmm. and it was applying specifically to marriage, but I believe it applies in so many assets, facets of your life. Mm-hmm. He said to me, enjoy the journey because the destination sucks. Wow. And, and what he meant by that is too often we strive to say, oh, I'll be happy once I graduate, once I get this. Mm-hmm. Once I achieve this or or I'm finally here, you know, then I'll be happy. Then I'll mm-hmm. be satisfied. And, and, and it's just about, like, you're never satisfied. As soon as you graduate, then you're, you're going to say, oh, I'm not going to be satisfied until I'm making six figures. Sure. And then once you make six figures, you say, I'm not going to be satisfied until this or that. Mm-hmm. There's always going to be new goals, which we should have. But it's more about enjoying the process to achieve the goals. And if you can't enjoy the process, then you're never going to enjoy the end goal. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's good advice. That's amazing advice. And what are you curious about right now? Something, because I ask this every time, so I can kind of 
get to know more um, the people I'm interviewing, but also kind of learn people's different perspectives. So what is something that you, when you're not working, when you're not busy hustling and bustling, that you kind of think about and are curious about right now? Um, I have a lot of hobbies. Um, I, I do a lot of stuff to keep myself busy. One thing I think I'm curious about right now is uh, I'm trying to start my own business. And so I spend a lot of time figuring out what it is that I would need to start a business mm -hmm. and getting a lot of feedback from people on different ideas. Uh, so I spend a lot of time with that. Mm -hmm. But if that counts as hustling and bustling, then, <laughs> then, then, then I guess I, I spend a lot of time also um, doing, uh, just doing things with my hands. Yeah. I love doing woodworking. Okay. And what specifically do you make? Is it like furniture um, I, or just... Um, yeah, ornaments? I make a lot of furniture. It's, uh, I, I've always loved working with my hands. Wow. And so it's a good time for me to kind of uh, to, to use those skills. I make a lot of tables and I sell, sell them on like Etsy. Nice. So it's, it's fun. It's a little side gig. Everyone's uh -huh. got to have a side gig. Yeah, yeah. And that sounds amazing too because, I mean, it's something you can see. People can enjoy it as well. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. And yeah. is there anything that people don't know about you that when they find out, they'll be surprised? <laughs> yeah, there is. Let's hear it. So, so some of my, my Rexburg family up there, mm -hmm. they, they might remember Winnie D. So when I was in Rexburg, mm -hmm. well, even before Rexburg, I, I used to do a lot of rap. I was a hip-hop artist. <laughs> and, and, and honestly, like, it was the <laughs> most fun. Uh-huh. I don't think, I don't think Sammy's is out there anymore anymore, is it? The what? Sammy's? No. It was like the, uh, the ice cream shop. No, it's not there. There's so many new things now. So, so I used to do shows all the wow. time at Sammy's. And, yeah, people are always like, you used to rap? And I'm like, yeah, man. And it's still, I still love it. Uh -huh. There's a, still a part of me deep down that's like, maybe one day I'll do it again. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that's amazing. Um, yeah. And I'm sure your friends will be surprised if they didn't already know. Right. Um, is there anything, like, just to close off, that you want to leave with current BYU Idol students um, and just people in general, something that they can learn from? My my biggest like takeaway, if I could leave just one thing, if people fast forward just to the end of the podcast and listen to one thing, mm -hmm. it's this: take advantage of your opportunities while in school. There are so many opportunities when when you're in school, and and really it's up to the individual student on whether or not they want to take those opportunities or not. Mm -hmm. um, I think oftentimes we get so caught up in oh, but I, I don't have time, I don't have the experience, I don't have this or that. And college is, is honestly like the only time in your life to partake in like so many different experience-building opportunities mm -hmm. with zero risk. I mean, you're a student, and, and it's just like, take advantage of it. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's, my, that's my advice. 
Oh, thank you for that. That's very valuable. And I'm sure the students will appreciate that very much. And thank you also for giving us your time to share your insights and the things that you have learned in your life. And we look forward to hearing more about your kind of career experience and also your side um, hustles as well. Of course. I'm, I'm always looking for new side hustles. So it might be woodworking today and we'll, we'll see what it is tomorrow. You've been listening to the BOUI Mighty Oaks series. Stay tuned for more episodes featuring our alumni.